y'all welcome 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 hey 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 this is jared aka jrsd your favorite published author's favorite published author and your host of a little tea time if you're tuning in right now please like and share tonight's show right um i have a treat for y'all um i've been waiting to get this gentleman back on a little tea time and he is back with me tonight Um, so i am not gonna hold up progress i'm gonna get him in um introducing to some and reintroducing to others mr ego tripping all right here we go and please like and share if y'all are watching this tonight all right appreciate it how's everybody doing it's friday and it's been a long week, and I have still catching up on my rest. But here tonight. What up? What up, everybody? Yeah. Check it out. Three goals. Yeah, what's up? We back in the building, man. Thank you so much for having me again. Thank you. Yes, sir, yes, sir. It's been a minute. Yeah, man, just, just been on the grind and stuff, man. Um. Got back from South by Southwestern uh, music conference, um, getting out there, you know, doing my thing out there, showcasing, showboating, having fun, being seen. So, yeah, just been on the work, man. Just been grinding, making new songs um, and that sort of thing. Yeah. I've been seeing. I've been seeing. I've been seeing. Yeah. I yeah. said I got to get yeah. him back over here because I see you updated. Oh, thank you, Man, thank you, man. I'm listen. I've been watching. You've been really making moves, grinding. Your show is growing. I'm. I wanted to just say at this moment, thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm honored to be a part of what you got going. That's that's what I that's what I want to do right now, man. I want to grow with everybody that's coming up because I'm on the way up, and I want to grow with everybody that's going up. You know what I'm saying? I love to see my peoples doing good, living their dreams, going after their dreams, pushing forward, no taking not not taking no for an answer and keep moving forward, man. So man again, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on your show. My pleasure, friend. Yeah. Um oh, I see you updated your swag. You got your new mask that you've been wearing and everything. I said he been doing his thing. Yeah, yeah, man. Um I had a fan actually, she custom made it for me. She was like, you know what? I want to give you this this gift and everything. And I was like, oh no, what's it gonna be? And um, I was scared at first, but I gave her my address and everything and she sent it and it came in the mail. And I was just like, oh snap, this is it. 
And so um, I've always, I was, I'm inspired by, like my image is inspired by New Orleans and, you know, wearing the mask, Mardi Gras and stuff like that. And I just took that, that, that Grigri, that little piece of, you know, magical items and I put it on myself, you know, and, and now I want to take the world by storm with this image right here. Um, little piece of Louisiana. Yes, sir. So, South by Southwest, how was that? Because I, I, I saw you. Oh, post. man. Listen, South by Southwest is absolutely an amazing experience. If you're an artist, a writer, in the entertainment, uh, you're just trying to network and get to know business people, it is all of that. I mean, First of all, Austin, Texas is absolutely beautiful. If you're watching this and you're from Austin, Texas, you are super lucky. I love your city. I love Austin, Texas. Um, the music scene is popping, popping, popping. Everybody just shows love. The food was good. The energy was good. I'm talking about coming out, do my thing. Nobody's ever heard me. Everybody's like, ah, I love you. And so, you know, here in the boot, you don't really get that. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so going to Texas, going to South by, just an amazing event. And there was so much to learn. There was workshops and conferences where people were, you know, like Spotify was there and they were there giving advice. United Masters was there. A lot of artists that you that people listen to that are popular that are popping and are popular, they were there. You know, Jadakiss, Macklemore. Um, man, it was just so many people. You just didn't know who you were going to run into. I tell everybody, um, if you haven't done South by Southwest, go and do it. And the only two pieces of advice I have to do it right is to wear some walking shoes, bring some good ass walking shoes. And, um, and you don't need a, you don't need a badge. You don't have to go buy a badge. You could just go to Austin and have the experience. Um, it's good if you stay downtown, though, because it is crazy. It was like a, half a million people there, man. It's nuts. God. Half a million people? Man, and there was so many. It was so many people shoulder to shoulder on downtown. Artists on the corner doing their music. Whole live bands just on the corner jamming. You know? <laughs> I, I, I got approached by these brothers they got a TV show called The Urbans. It's on Tubi. And um, you just never know who you're going to see out there, who you're going to meet out there. I made so many connections, so many opportunities coming, y'all. I'm telling you, if you follow me and you're rooting for me, I got something special coming. I'm going to make Shreveport real proud. I'm going to make everyone real proud. All right. So since the last time um, you were here, we heard a few of your last singles. That I was yeah. definitely feeling. Uh, so Thank I know you've been working on some new stuff. What you've been working on currently? Man, I, I've been I've been working on. Um, you know what? It's gonna sound weird, but I'm to that point now in my in my artistry now where um, I just I, I just do what feels right. Like each song I, is it, there's no telling. I might rap on it. I might sing on it. I'm really feeling. The Caribbean beats, the Afro beats with the Caribbean drums and the layback feel. 
I want to incorporate that smooth feeling that, that Marvin Gaye used to give you with the layered vocals. I want to pop in and pop out with raps, bars, real ones, melodies. I'm just exploring, man. I'm having fun making my own thing now. You know what I'm saying? So uh, um, I, 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 I tell everybody, because um, people ask me who, who would I compare myself to? I've gotten comparisons from Nate Dogg, Thundercat, uh, Anderson Pack, uh, um, uh, uh, Rod Wave. Like people compare me to a lot of lot of folks. So I don't know, man. Um, hopefully, uh, I have something for for everybody because that's what I'm trying to do. And you, you do, and you do. But we're gonna dive into these questions real quick because we got a few. And I know that you are a man of many talents, and we ain't gonna hold you up. No, no, thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's like we having a reunion right now. We having a reunion right now. So we're gonna remind the viewers just a little bit about yourself. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, the, my name is Three Go Trip, Shreveport, Louisiana. That's where I live. That's where I'm from. Um, I've been doing music for a very long time. Big shout out to my boy Hip Hop. I see he he just jumped in, man. Um, that's a that's a guy that uh been you know been been in the game with for a long time. He's got a lot of legendary stuff. I've been doing the, this music for uh, I hate to re reveal it, but yeah, long long time. Let's just say longer than fifteen years. We'll put it that way. Um, I. <laughs> I love music, and um, I'm inspired by, really, by um, the early hip-hop, like Rakim, LL Cool J, Big Daddy Kane, even the newer, more contemporary stuff inspires me. I love funk music, soul, everything from the whispers and temptations and Ohio players and all of that. I love jazz. The blues, even some gospel. I grew up as a kid on Sunday morning, grandparents playing gospel, you know what I mean, loud in the morning, and I'm feeling them vibes. All that music inspired me in life, and now I try to just combine all of that into a gumbo and um, come up with my own sound. You've been definitely doing the thing. Uh, so the next question is when you're not doing your music, what do you do for fun? Um, that's a real good question, man. Hey, um, when I'm not doing music, what I do for fun is, um, I like to, um, I like to, I hate to say it, man, I like to read books. I'm a bit of a nerd. I, um, I'm into my body and working out. I try to work out and take good care of my body at the same time on my downtime. I've also been trying to, um, you know, I've also been trying to, you know, do more um, other artistic things like writing and painting. On my downtime now, I, I do a little bit of painting and drawing and stuff like that. Um, I'm just an arts and crafts kind of person, and, and I like to read books. I do like movies and stuff like that. There is some um, some movies that I will get into, some TV shows I like. Um, but for, for the most part, uh, if... if you said, you know, you know, uh, do your thing. I'm probably going to end up picking up a book and uh, 
reading some stuff. Okay, okay. What's the most interesting thing you read so far? Most interesting. Wow, book? I know. Oh, I knew you were gonna hit me with that. This is crazy. I, I'm reading. <laughs> I'm reading this book called Cracker Culture. <laughs> it's about uh, <laughs> it's about the Scott Irish that that migrated to the United States uh, during the 1600s, 1500s, and the culture that they brought to the United States. Um, a lot of the they, they brought what they call the cracker culture, which was, um, you know, it was uh, a certain way of talking. Uh, they'd be like the rootin' tootin', you know, they had that kind of talk, you know, that was the cracker culture back then. But it was, what's interesting about it is there's so many similarities to the cracker culture and the kind of thug gangster crime culture that we have today in the mm. black, um, in the, in, in the black culture. There's a lot of parallels to it, and um, it's very interesting. I challenge anybody to take a look at it. it uh, the book I'm reading is by a guy named Mick Sweeney, uh, and it's called Cracker Culture. It's very, very good. Very okay. good. Okay, Cracker Culture. Sounds fantastic. <laughs> so what inspired you to develop your idea to be a rapper and performer? Oh man, the first time that, um, man, this is going to be crazy, but I remember being a kid and watching LL Cool J, I'm Bad. And at the time, the, the most popular music was like Luther Vandross and, and Anita Baker and Lionel Richie and Stevie Wonder. All of a sudden, this young guy comes out of nowhere, like in the video. I don't know if everybody can remember, but in the video, he's walking with his girlfriend. She's coming down the street, and the cops come and snatch her up, and they throw her in a van. And she's like, LL! And he runs down the street, and he's like, oh! They jump on that crate, and he just started rocking. No rapper can rap quite like I can. I take a muscle-bound man and put his face in the sand. Yeah. Bro, I was like, oh, my God, it blew me away. And so just just that music, just that magic of that. And um, I remember listening to Rock Him and um, um, watching the video with him. He just had the gold chains on. He was so cool. And he was just – and I was listening to the words, like, listen to this dude rhyme. He's a genius. That, that inspired inspired me. It inspired me. I said, I'm going to do that. And so the, the first time I tried it, we was in junior high and they, they used to beat on the, the, uh, the bleachers during, you know, during the day, if we was all in the gym, boom, 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 boom. Man, your boy got up on the steps and just started flowing, man. I don't know. I was just feeling it. And I drew a crowd around me and I remember that energy just felt so good. That was it, bro. That was it. I'm a rapper from here on. <laughs> you know, some people like artists, like singers, and rappers. That's where we get our our energy from yeah. the people. I yes. discovered that. I've been discovering that, like doing these plays and getting on stage singing. Yes. That's yes. what we feel like our most authentic. Yes. 
it's the most reward. It's what we do. We're here to perform. We want to be seen. We want you to, we want to see how you feel about the art. And we'll see it in your face. You know, we want to feel it. And, and, we, and that's, that's how we get, that's our appreciation right there. When we're appreciated by the fans, that's it, man. That's why we do this. The money, that's cool. That's the secondary reward. But I'm really here to give it to y'all. You know what I'm saying? And so, yes, sir, you are exactly right. You are exactly right. It's, 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 it's lit. Nice. Yes. Yes. It's a drug. It's a yes. drug. It is a drug. It is a drug. It's a drug, bruh. Mm. I'm addicted to rocking the crowd in front of people. And when I got my first taste of that, I knew that that was it. And, and ever since then, I've just been kind of working on my craft. Just, you know, I made beats and, and I did a lot of writing. And over the years, I studied the craft more, studied other artists, started trying to figure out what, what is it? How do I really want to sound? Because in the beginning, you kind of start off like the people you like. Mm -hmm. Then over time, you start going, huh, well, what if I did this? And what if I did that? And it's scary because some people would be like, nah, you shouldn't do that. They'll try to talk you out of it. Dude, the best thing I've realized as an artist is to do you. Be yourself as free as you could possibly be. No, don't hold. Nothing back. No limitations. Only, only you can limit you. And you should. You should never limit yourself. Yes, <laughs> yes, I'm gonna ask this question real quick. Okay, top go ahead. Five, top five favorite rappers. Ooh, top my top five favorite rappers. Wow. Okay, this is pretty easy. Number one, Redman. Number two, Nas. Number three, Scarface. Number four, Buster Rhymes. Number five. Ooh, I wanna oh boy, I wanna say, I really wanna say Andre three thousand. Really want to say Andre 3000, yeah, yeah, or CeeLo Green, one of them, them gonna be my five right there, yes, sir. I'm, I got another question, but I'm gonna say that one for later. I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna okay. say this other okay. So, next question, next question, how did you decide when to establish your brand? Um, how did I decide it? Well, I started um paying attention to other artists that were out there that were doing their thing. And um, I just started going, you know what? I need to get serious about this. When you're, when you're doing music, you know, um, you, you, really gotta, you really gotta know the game, study the game and, and, and get down deep into it. And I just realized, okay, you know, it's time for me to, um, to get serious about this because I wanna, I wanna be taken seriously. You know, this is not a hobby for me. This is, this is me, this is life. This is how I get down in life, so. Um, I started to really establish myself and um, work on my image, the business part, the paperwork part, um, which is very, very important. Your publishing, um, making sure your stuff's copywritten, making sure your stuff is registered with, you know, different, 
different companies. So you can get your royalties. And um, because I believe that, you know, we're, we're in an age now where you can control your career. You're in control. We've got these platforms you can put your music on. It's on you. However hard you work, that's the results. And I just decided that um, that this is my shot, that, that this is my shot to let the world hear what I've got. And so uh, that's what I've decided to do. I've decided to give the world what I've got. And I'm going to give you all some merchandise and different things like that and do some shows. But, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I probably walked around that question. I, I don't know when it was I decided to get serious, but it was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Okay, because I know when we first started working together, I, you never really spoke on it until later. Yeah, yeah. I was... To be honest with you, I think during that time, I was still trying to figure out what it was that I wanted to do with music. Like, I didn't know what, I knew I wanted to make music, but I wasn't sure if I wanted to keep rapping, if I wanted to sing. I was still trying to figure out my where I wanted to go, and music was changing, and some of it, I was like, oh, I don't like this, and I was starting to feel disheartened by the music. I was losing my love and my passion and I wasn't sure and it took getting back on stage making some new songs um getting some positive feedback from people like yo what what's up it's, and it and it boom it, it like gave me that new energy and I was like let me hit this again let me reinvent myself and just do this again love that love that next question how have your parties changed since you started the business of rap. I know that you just talked about having to learn your your marketing, your production, getting copywritten, and all of that stuff, but just yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, it changed in a sense of me becoming more serious about trying to be more marketable and trying to figure out, you know, as far as my brand is concerned, I was trying to figure that out and, and how do I monetize that? And, 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 and how do I, what does it look like? And so, you know, one of the important things I learned from like South by Southwest is interesting kind of segue here that um, when I was talking to the Spotify people, they said the big mistake that artists make today is they put all their, their stuff into trying to monetize their music, right? When really, you should be trying to use your music as a promotion to get people to your show and get people to buy your merch, which is where your money is. When you start to look at it that way and think about it that way, it makes more sense and your approach has to be a little different. Yeah, make sure you register to get your royalties. A lot of folks don't know, you know, the Mechanical Licensing Collective, Sound Exchange, there's different little agencies you go to to register, right? Got to be affiliated with BMI or ASCAP in order to have your numbers and all that. But the other part is, is you got to have a solid image to put on some merchandise because merchandise is where your real money is. When you're able to sell that T-shirt, that generates more of a profit than people streaming your music. It takes a whole lot of streams to make $30 versus selling a shirt. So, mm -hmm. you know, that that... My learning all that kind of made me adjust how I stepped in everything, and um, 
you know, it's good. It's good to know that stuff. And it's good to move in that direction if you're trying to make some money and take care of yourself with this craft. Feel that. Feel that. Um, next question. What challenges did you overcome on your journey? Whoa, man. A lot. Um, I've been through a lot with this music, man. I mean, a lot. I've had, I've, I've lost music. I've had equipment stolen. I've, I, I mean, all kinds of stuff, man. I mean, I've been down. I've been back up and back down, back up. And, um, man, I've taken so many L's. I done been scammed. I done been all of it. I done, <laughs> I done paid so many dues, but you but you get smarter when you pay those dues, right? And, yes, and uh, so I'm grateful for those things that, that happened to me because, yeah, I fell down and scraped my knee. Yeah, I bumped my elbow, but I got back up and I was like, let me put on some elbow pads real quick. It ain't going to happen to me no more. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, you know, that's kind of the adversity. Yeah, I've had a lot and it's been like just – like I say, everything from losing equipment, having my house broken into and my equipment stolen to, um, to you know, to being on top of having a home studio and having a house full of people and working to being completely broke. You know what I'm saying? And I've been up and I've been down and I've seen others up and down too. Yeah. So, man, this is crazy. It's a crazy industry. Yes, sir. Next question. How do you define success? You know, success for me personally, um, I, man, and I, I want to be able to take care of myself doing what I love. And what I, I love is, is songwriting and performing, right? So I want to take care of myself doing what I love. If I can generate enough money to pay my bills and live the kind of lifestyle which that I want to live, which is actually on the high end. I like Waterford Crystal and eat until I'm full and traveling to Mexico. And so it's going to cost a little money to live how I like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I don't necessarily have to be, a, uh, you know, a billionaire, but I do want to have enough money to fly my friends and family out to, um, you know, South America and enjoy it for a little bit. Um, yeah. To me, that, that's success. You know what I'm saying? And also, but money isn't everything. Being happy with who I am is is also important. And and I and I'm very happy with who I am and what I've what I've achieved. And so now I'm just trying to put the other little pieces together, man. And and that'll be that'll be success for me. Love that because we have to get out of the headset of. Um, money is going to make us successful. Yeah. You all yeah. the money in the world, but if you're not genuinely happy with yourself, you might as well burn it. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, Completely agree. Next question is, what's the best advice you can give someone thinking about starting a business or pursuing mm -hmm. their dream? You know, the best advice I could give you would be, number one, don't talk about it for a long time. Go and do it. Go sit down and get it established, right? Because a lot of people talk about what they're going to do. And I find that there's just a lot of people stuck in that stage for some reason. 
So get out of that, get it done, go start the business. And then the, the, the other piece of that advice is to be consistent and to not give up. Nothing is easy. It'll never be easy. It'll never be handed to you on a platter. It's going to require you to work and some days you're going to work and you're going to be like is there anybody there is there anybody there <laughs> like is anybody listening i've been sending this to y'all can y'all please share it like <laughs> and that's that's what it is you, you in the beginning it's a struggle you know what i mean but it, it if you keep going the one person that you have turns to three then that turns to four Five, then that turns to nine, then it's th 15, then it's 22, then it's 40, then you start to, you, oh, okay, I'm getting somewhere, you know. And the, the other part is get out of your comfort zone. This is the last piece of advice I would give anybody trying to start a business and get going. Get out of your comfort zone. You're going to have to spend money on yourself. You're going to have to fly different places. And a big part of success is who you know and your relationship with them. If you know good people and you have good relationships, you will get far. If you don't know no one and you have no relationships, just you're stuck with what you got. Because we're a social group, we're social human beings, or uh, people, people give help to people they like. People buy things from people they like. People take advice from people they like. So you have to be a person that somebody likes. Been saying this for a while. Um, <laughs> me and my we just had this conversation today. Good things tend to follow good people. Even when you look like things are, is bad, you still blessed even while you're in the middle of it. Mm, come on. Come on. I get like hell is all around, but you still be blessed in the middle of it. Yes, yes. You know, when you, you can open up your phone and and you scroll through it, and it's people that that have businesses, folks that you know are movers and shakers doing stuff, people that got land, people that got money, people. You know, when your phone got that in there. You're getting somewhere in life. When your phone got broke people in there and <laughs> people that's doing hard drugs and drinking all the time, not good. Not good. They're not going to help you get, as far as business is concerned, they're not going to help you get that done. So it's very important to go out and develop relationships. That's why going to stuff like South by Southwest is important because you get out there and you intermingling around people and you don't know who you're talking to. That could be somebody that 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 has a whole movie production company, a whole movie director, which was out, out there. Yeah. Which was out, out there. And so I I, I I kicked it with people. I bought people drinks. I laughed, dapped it up, did my thing. I was friendly. And man, have I made some contacts. I love this business as far as the work aspect the work aspect people will call you yeah they'll call you if they feel yes. like hey i know i know the perfect person for that let me let me call them for you real quick yeah i've been watching happen to meet lately and i've been like okay 
Well, you've been building like this network, man. You've been like really building a network of artists and entrepreneurs and thinkers and people, you know, you really got a good thing going. And being exposed, I think if you were to actually be at the next South by Southwest in Austin and to do the tea time there, catching artists on the fly right there on 6th Street doing it, you're going to not only take everything to the next level, but continue to meet and broaden your, your, your just contacts that you have. You have the charisma, the, the energy, the, all of it to do this. And so, again, um, just like me, you know, go out there and, and go to the next South by Southwest like myself. Go to the next, um, any conference that's going on where there's artists and musicians and writers and all these people together, people that come up with inventions, you've got to be there, bro. You, you never got to be there, man. You got to mm -hmm. be there. And and like I say, I bumped into people, man. I'm telling you, you be at a bar just kicking it, listening to an artist before, rocking. You ain't never heard that artist before. And then you sit here rocking next to somebody and you get to talking and where are you from? Oh, okay, yeah, okay. And then they tell you, well, you know, I, man, I shoot movies, man. I just shot a movie and, and this and that. Really? What? <laughs> what? Talk to me, like. And then the next person over here, they done came up with an invention. They got a whole drink or something. They got a whole. They done came up with a an electric, uh, uh, uh a, a damn electric vehicle or something. Man, I'm telling you, there was people out there that was just mind blowing. With, with stuff and I made some incredible connections yes I'm gonna take that in I'm gonna take it in <laughs> so, got a yeah few more questions and then we're gonna get it to candy or corn okay tell me your favorite quote and why mm. my favorite quote is from Frederick Douglass he said that there's no struggle, there's no progress. And that's like that's that's the truth. If you're trying to get, get anything done, it's gonna take some some like you're gonna have to struggle with it at first. There's nothing that 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 we do out here that's worth achieving that just falls in our lap. That's easy. It's gonna take the work. You got to get down and, and, and shoot the video. Even when you don't want to do it, you still got to put the work yeah. in. Go do it. So that's my favorite quote. And and he's one of my heroes in life. So definitely. You said something that was profound with it. Mm -hmm. There's no struggle without progress. It took me five years. Five years. But I got my books in a store in five years. That it, it ties the strains of it together when you think about it. It, it took a long time to get that. That's right. People connect with people, let people know what it is that you do, and have to establish a business relationship with them that yes, they will work with you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It wasn't easy. If it was easy, you your books would have been in the stores day one. If it was easy. <laughs> I don't want. But easy. I want the hard way. Right. It's worth it. It tastes better the hard way, you know, because you, you have to struggle to get there. 
And then that joy, when you finally get there, it's like, oh, I made it. You want to put your hands up to the, to the heavens and say, thank you, Lord, because you made it. It feels good. It's like running a marathon, you know. You run that marathon, your body hurt, you sweat, you feel like you're about to die, can't breathe. And then you finally, after all that time of working that body, get to that finish line and run through it. And the relief, the achievement, all of it comes together and it feels so good. Yes, yes. Next question. Tell me three things you would like to see better in our community. Ooh, man, three things. Okay, number one, I want to see more love. I know that sounds generic, but I want I want to see more people love, showing love instead of hate. We're quick to we're quick to diss somebody. Well, that person's this. Well, that that. I want to see more love in our community. I want to see more people just love for no reason, for no, no reason. That's one. Two. I want. I want to see us put the guns down. I'm tired of all the of the the senseless violence that we do upon that we perpetrate on each other. And if I can snap my fingers and, and change anything right now, that would be one of them, to make everybody put the guns down right now in our community. Stop. Stop killing each other, okay? If you have a disagreement, there's got to be another way. And then the third thing, I want to see black, black people supporting each other like as, as far as money goes. Like if you got a business... I want to see black people be loyal to each other and say, you know what? He's a brother. I'm going to patronize his business right now. And I'm going to start rocking with him. Like if a brother come out with a book like you, we need to buy it. If a brother got a convenience store that, that and he's getting it off, we need to support him. We need to buy gas from him. If somebody's got a black bank, a black man to open a black bank, a black woman's open the bank, we need to support them. I want to see black people supporting each other like every other group support each other. The Mexicans support each other. They go to their stuff. They buy their stuff. They make sure they spend their money with them. The Jews do it. The Jews spend money with themselves. Okay. The the the, the Chinese do it. They they spend money with themselves. They go to their Chinese boutiques and stores and they support each other. And I want to see black people doing that and being diehard loyal with it. Die hard and don't be afraid of being black and spinning black. Yeah, I like oh. that. I like that. <laughs> I've been preaching stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, feel that. That question, too. Yeah, oh. two more questions. The question that I'm saving is What is your Mount Rushmore of hip hop? Mount Rushmore of hip hop. Um, okay, Ice T, Will Smith, Ice Cube, Jay Z, and I mean. The, you you gotta respect that. You gotta respect those four guys. I mean, Ice T's been in this game so long, and he, he showed us the blueprint of how to walk through Hollywood, 
You ain't never heard of T getting jammed up on nothing. He's 60 something years old. He looks great. He's in every show. He represents us very good. Will Smith, up until the smack, up until he smacked Chris Rock, Will Smith was, there was nothing better. Do and no I wrong. think he could still, I still think he could shake back. I still think if he continues to just work and, and just move forward, he can shake back. Because at one time, Will Smith saved the world every summer. He was saving you from aliens. He was saving you from zombies. <laughs> he was Muhammad Ali. Will Smith and Ice Cube. Oh. Ice Cube is just so important to the to the culture, you know, with rap and hip-hop and what he did with N.W.A. And then moving forward into the, the movies and stuff that he wrote were important to black people. Um, with, yeah, absolutely. And he showed that he can do more than just street stuff. He was, didn't he do, uh, are we there yet? Yes. He does family movies too. So yeah, yeah. He, and, he, um, he showed that I can do more than just what this box y'all are putting me in. He's yes. one of my favorite people as an artist, as an yes. artist, he's one of my favorite people. Yes. Um, because he inspired me. Like we did a parody of one of one of the Friday movies when we were doing Grade A Grub. We did a parody just from the Friday movie because we were yeah. that inspired by him. So he oh, definitely for the culture. Cult classics. Cult classics. And the and to think that this guy sat down and wrote that. This is amazing to me. You know? Um and then Jay Z. <sighs> <laughs> he got my family last name, so he good in my book. His last name <laughs> called like my daddy, so I'm, I ain't got I nothing. Mean, I mean, I, I, it, you, it goes without words when it comes to Jay-Z. I mean, we're talking about somebody who um, is a billionaire at this point and uh, is continuing to grow his wealth. And possibly by the time it's all done, he could end up being one of the richest people in the world, like Jay-Z is. <laughs> so you you might disagree with him on different things, and that's fine. We know we don't agree with everything, yeah. but Jay-Z. What, <sighs> what he did for culture, he showed them, yeah, I took that weed money, that drug money, and I made it to the top of the land. Let me put yeah. some on y'all. Think about it. Y'all can do it, too. I didn't do it, but y'all can do it. Got a beautiful wife, beautiful family, owns businesses, makes us look good. He's never he's never made us look bad on anything. Um, and he continues to be an influential person in in general. Um, yeah. Just an icon. So, yeah, I'd have to stick those four guys on there for sure. And you know, if there was a fifth slot, if I slipped anybody else in there, it, would, it might be 50 Cent. It might oh. be 50 Cent. Yeah, because he's he's another one. He's a very intelligent brother, a writer, very influential. Same thing. What I've noticed, what I noticed with the people that you've been called, these are people that people didn't see what potential they had. They only saw the image. They only they saw did. The You're right. They never saw past the image. So when Steve artists, especially 50 Cent, 
and, and, and Ice Cube, once they started pushing the boundaries, yeah, and man, said, I'm actually smart, right? You know, they took a shows and movies. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, these are guys clearly that had an opportunity. They saw it and they just took. They went after it. I bet a lot of people get opportunities, but they just don't, for whatever reason, don't take advantage of. Them, you know, <sighs> them guys, man. They're like, oh, you gonna put you gonna help me put a show out? Okay. <laughs> it's important, they like as artists, we have to take those opportunities when we get them. Yes. I'm gonna speak on this real quick. Now I can't say the name of this particular movie, but we were filming a movie back in December for this Christmas, right? And that was a particular scene that they were filming that they was like, we need someone to do this particular thing and they had a person in mind and he turned it down right there on the spot mm. so I'm, i'll do it yeah yeah i mean you know you, you you gotta when you get an opportunity you gotta take it man you gotta take it and um like eminem say you gotta lose yourself you know and, and never let it go you only get one shot and that's how you have to approach it. You got to, so, I mean, if you're, if they, if, if the door opens up and they're like, all right, bro, what you got? You got to, you got to take it and run with it. And when you get in there and they're like, all right, so you got all these other options, what you going to do? Most people get the bag and sit down. They're like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just good. No, those brothers like 50 and Cube and them, they went home. They got in front of the laptop and was like, let me kick this story out for y'all because y'all have no idea what's in my head right now. Let me get this out. Now, y'all can't get enough for power. Y'all <laughs> can't get enough of BMF. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and yo, that's dope to me, man. I want to, I hope that, I, I pray that I get in the same position because I'm going to do the same thing. Those, uh, uh, those are like my idols, bro, and I promise you I'm going to do the same yeah. thing. I'm going to sit down and type mine out, too. And I'm going to shout out 50 Cent. I'm going to shout 50 Cent out on my show. Yeah. I've been hearing that he's thinking about buying Millennium Studios here in Shreveport. You know, if he does that, that would be smart because there's a lot of talent in Shreveport, and um, it, it's, it's as a matter of fact, we're overflowing with talent. We're overflowing with hungry people. There's a lot of people here that could be superstars right now. And we've produced a lot of superstars already. You That's know? What people sleep on this city so much. And yeah. I think they sleep on it because we sleep on our city. We do. And we, we don't we don't push each other up. We don't support each other. We know? don't. That's why this was so important to me because I want to see us all win. Yeah. And I've been noticing, like, once I got into this art scene, I've been in this art scene for six years. It's deep. It's deep. It's deep. And people putting their guts and their whole spirit and their soul in this shit. And it's, and it's super important to them. And, um, you know, we, we have to start supporting each other, man. We got to take – people be afraid to like somebody. The people be afraid to support somebody that lives in Shreveport. We got to stop that yeah. because we are we in order for us to make Shreveport uh 
the 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 mecca that it can be we have to get behind each other and and help support each other help guide each other give each other opportunities that's why i like what you're doing you find people in the local area and give them a shot you say okay here's a platform get on there do your thing and that's it that's it it's this is bigger than me someone asked me someone asked me they said well they told me they said you need to go and figure out why you're doing this show go figure it out and i took their their advice and i did i went and figured it out and when i went back to them and i told them it seemed like they were like hmm like he actually just like no i figured this out it took me time to go figure it out but i understand this show gave me my purpose. My purpose is to serve my community. Mm. So for me, I'm all about the love. I want to see how yeah. we can all get there. Yeah, and thank God. I mean, that there's uh, shows like this and, and other shows uh, that are in our community. Um, I, I, I wish that we could all, especially take the model of what you're doing, just reach out, show love, embrace, here it is, y'all, and then help push that person out there, and 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 then reciprocate that back. If somebody shows you love, you show them love. You get behind their stuff and show them love. Help them get their stuff out. If we all did that, we could move this ball real far. There's no reason with all the rappers, singers that there are in Shreveport. There's no reason the world shouldn't hear have heard us by now. It's all about competition. We competing. It's like now nah, we can't compete. We all from the same place. All in the same place. That's why I want to do something different. When I get this shot and I open this door, I promise you, I'm doing this completely different. I'm coming back here. Everybody that's doing their thing, I'm giving them a shot. Jump on this. Jump on that. Let's go. Because at the end of the day, I'm not worried if somebody blows up and then they're overshadowing me that's fine i don't really care about that my ego's good i'm happy with who i am the music i make what i do and i get pleasure out of seeing other people blow up especially if they give me the credit they like yo if it wasn't him i would and that's fine i don't need that i don't really need that but if they give me that then that would be fine too i want to see our city shine, man, like Baton Rouge, like New Orleans. You know, I want people like that. They be examining Shreveport. They be doing it in Shreveport. Perfect segue for this final question, and then we're going to play Candy or Corn. What would be your wish for the next generation? You know, um, I wish the next generation could, um, um, it feels like, the, the, the next generation, it feels like this last generation is kind of lost with all the violent crime and all that stuff. I hope the next generation can um, be more mature and be more uh, understanding of where we are in history and start to move serious. Like, I'm, I'm ready for the, the next generation to really help lead us. Um, you know, so that's kind of what I want. Okay. I understand that. And not only that, we need to let them know, like, you got to know where you came from in order to know where you're going. That's right. That's right. And I hope that the next generation, it feels to me like the next generation is more politically charged. They're more aware. They care a little bit more. The last few generations, I'm not really sure what we was doing. You know what I'm saying? But um, 
it feels like the young people today, I mean, just looking at um, how Biden got elected and, and the statistics behind that, it was a lot of young people that showed up that pushed him through. And so um, I'm hoping that the young people um, understand what we're up against, um, start to understand where we are in history, where we've come from, our legacy. It's a beautiful, beautiful, rich legacy. And we have to be far more responsible with how we carry ourselves because of that legacy. So I'm That's hoping it. young people do it. That's it. That's it. I can respect that. All right. Yeah. It's time for my favorite part of this show. We're about to play candy or corn. I'm going to ask you if you'd eat these candies. If you'd eat these candies, you could say candy. If you would not eat these candies, you can say corn. Okay. <laughs> and if y'all are watching at home and y'all are um, wanting to play candy corn, y'all are more than welcome to play candy corn with us. Put your comments in the comment section down at the bottom and we're going to keep it going. All right. First candy up, York's Peppermint Patty. Oh, oh corn. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's too much. That, that, and it's too minty and just, oh, no. But I do like the chocolate. That part. 100 <laughs> grand. 100 grand? Oh, definitely candy. Definitely. I love 100 grand. Definitely. All right. Snickers. Snickers, they say it satisfies you. But um, oh no, man. I Oh, it's right there on the edge of candy. I'll take it. You can put it in my bag. All right. M&M's. Oh, definitely candy. M&M's, you can't ruin them. I love the ones with the peanuts, the almonds, all of it. That part. Mike and Ike's. Mike and Ike's. I haven't had Mike and Ike's in so long. I still rock with Mike and Ike though. That's candy right there for sure. Alright, I'm finna take it back. Lemonheads. <laughs> I like Lemonheads. I do like <laughs> That was Andy. the joint though when I was a little kid. <laughs> that was the joint. Oh, you get like a, two boxes of them things for like seventy five cents. Remember them and the nerds used to be cheap like that. You were still some nerds. Oh man! And remember the nerds used to the box used to be split in half. One side would be one, and then the other side would be some other one. Joint. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Pop Rocks? Uh, Remember the <laughs> Yo, I, I saw the flyest thing, yo. It was a drink. I can't remember what was in it. I want to say it was... I want... I, man, I don't know what was in the drink. But they put Pop Rocks on the edge of the glass. And bro, it was fire. <laughs> I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna have to find you that drink. I can't. If there's somebody in the comment section that know what I'm talking about, put it in there. But right. it's a sweet, sweet drink with pop rocks on the edge of the glass. All right. Next candy up is the Twix. Yo, I love Twix. Twix is Twix is definitely one of my jams. Definitely. All right. Skittles. Ugh, Skittles is, you know what's crazy? 
Skittles, I used to like them when I was a kid. Now, they get stuck in my teeth, and I'm just like, I don't know, man. Uh, uh, it's worth eating some Skittles. It I'm gonna have to go. I might have to go corn on them. Feel that? Sour Patch Kids. Yo, I love Sour Patch Kids. Always been interested, and uh, and and make your mouth that that little gland back there squirt real hard. I love Sour Patch Kids. It'll get you. <laughs> <laughs> Which it ones? Is. Huh? What'd you say? Final Candy is okay. Candy corn. Hey, candy corn. I don't know. I've never liked them. I don't like the way they look. They look like I'm supposed to drive around them. I, yo, corn for sure. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. That's candy or corn. Thank you for playing. Oh, man. It's so good to have you back on the show. Thank you, um, man. Thank let you. people know about any new music that you got out there right now. They want to hear it. They want to follow you. Yeah, man. Um, listen, I really appreciate it if you, uh, however you listen to music, you know, whether it be Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, go and find me. And um, it's 3-G-O-T-R-I-P. 3-Go-Trip. Go find me. Um, put me in your playlist. I have... I have a variety of sound and um, a variety of, of, of stuff. So, you know, um, I just challenge everybody. If you're looking for something new and you're tired of what you've been listening to, definitely, definitely go look for me. It's 3-G-O-T-R-I-P, 3-Go-Trip. I'm on every platform, Tidal, Pandora, Spotify. I'm on all of it, all right? Um, but I appreciate it anybody going to go listen to that music for sure and i will definitely let y'all know like the music is still dope the music is dope uh, i wrote down a couple of titles i wrote down a couple of titles um this is what you like yeah 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 that one um my homeboy tox produced it um i was just trying to get back to like that you know putting bars together and um just nice hip hop beats. So that has kind of like, um, you know, like I say, it's bars over beats. I was just trying to give people a, a taste of what we used to like back in the days. And I'm just asking, is this what you like? Do you like the still? You mm -hmm. like bars and beats? Okay, manslaughter. Yeah, manslaughter is like me. Um, the beat, the beat is real scary. It's like got it like nightmarish with the pianos and the bass line. I'm, I, I really felt like I needed to get back to showing people that I can rap and that um, I'm, I don't play. I don't play. I will eat you. You know what I'm saying? I'm still a rapper. I'm still vicious. I still I'm serious about my craft. I feel like can't nobody touch me on a microphone. So I had to I had to do manslaughter. I felt like I had to kill him again. All right. All right. Let the chips fall. Yeah. Let the ch chips fall is. You know, interesting because that's me being um, more jazzy, more melodic, um, and more introspective on life and what's going on. I tend to be real positive in my songs and encouraging. 
in my songs. Mm-hmm. And that's one of them, you know, where I'm, I'm putting in that jazz feel, but that positive energy. And I'm just saying, you know, um, time is going to tick either way it goes. You know, don't worry about it. Stay on your course, get your money, take care of your body and let the chips fall. All right. And the last song that I wrote down was Good Morning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good Morning is, um, man, I, what's crazy is, is, you know, Good Morning is about living. It's about waking up another day and being happy and being grateful for that. And, um, you know, I wanted to make something that is, is almost like a positive affirmation in itself, the song, you know what I mean? And, and I wanted to make something that people could get up in the morning to and, and it, and it, the lyrics remind you that, you know, thank God for another day that, that you're, that you rise again. Your vision is good. Your health is good. Your body, all of that is intact. Your family's alive. Everything is good. Be appreciative. That's what good morning is. Be appreciative of your life and um, don't take your life for granted. Don't throw your life away for nothing. Woo! Say that you again know. for somebody in the back. <laughs> don't throw your life away for nothing. Don't take your life for granted. You know? Yes, yes. So that's what Good Morning is, man. I played Good Morning in the studio in Austin, and it brought somebody to tears in the studio. Oh. And she was like, she was the one person that that I had never mm-hmm. seen it doing it do that. But she was like, what you're saying is so real and so deep, and it, it just the lyrics are so deep and i don't know man um felt good to to get that response because she felt it and that's what good morning is about being appreciative it sounds like you got the recipe and the secret to the sauce friend thank thank you thank you thank you i'm trying to um and i'm still growing like if you continue to follow me if y'all continue to check me out um i drop the song about every three weeks and you know i um I come out of the heart, the spirit, the soul with it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I'm still, I, I'm following you right now. And that's why I was like, I got to get them back on. Cause I've been just seeing how you consistent. Yeah. You can see. And it's a, it's a, uh, it's a grind. Yes. Go, go. Grind. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I, you're, you know, over time, um, as I keep, releasing it builds it, it i'm living proof that if you keep working just consistently working you'll get somewhere you'll get somewhere i don't know how when when you're gonna get there and how far you're gonna get but you'll get somewhere and if you just keep going keep building keep dropping focus in on your craft do the craft as best as you can grow you'll get somewhere you'll get somewhere. look man i can't wait to see you up on top i can't oh, wait yeah. to see you on top I'm gonna make sure you come along with me, man. I'm gonna make sure you put that camera on me and put me on the show again. Yeah, cause uh, I'm. I remember where I come from, and I also remember everybody that stayed down, that showed love, that's appreciated uh, what I've done. Yeah. So I'm gonna reciprocate it back. I'm a fan. I'm Thank a fan, and you. I'm a fan because you come from where I come from. You doing it the way you want to do it. Yeah, and it's inspiring me like. I write a lot of poetry because I'm a rapper in my head. It's just I don't flow. I write my raps down on that paper. 
Yeah. And it's like it keeps me grounded. Like it keeps me balanced in knowing who who and who I am and whose I am. Yeah. 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 It's therapeutic. I mean, you know, it's just like if you write in a diary or write in a journal, you know, but when you write those raps when you write that poetry, um, it's therapeutic. You get them feelings out, you get them things out that you couldn't really verbalize or say and um you know it, it it's appreciated and you know keep writing that poetry you know what i'm saying you never know at the end of the day you might have to put out a book of poems you, you yep. might have to hit them like langston hughes or something right, <laughs> right now that's what i'm talking about it yeah was, i didn't realize like poetry poetry it's its own world it's its own world man and um you you find some poets out there man that that'll make the hairs on your, your arms stand up when they perform. I'm talking about, I've seen some guys. I'm just like, you you know, Poetic X? He's yeah. one of them. He's one of them. He's a bad man. He's the poet LaRue for the city. He should be. He should be. And and what's funny is, is he's been doing it. He's been doing it forever. And another one that's been consistent, stayed on the ground, he's been good to the game he gives back to the community he's one of our heroes to be honest is Shreveport mm. feel that he's one of our heroes for sure man and um he's clearly just getting started um when he's got gray hairs and he's grayed out he's gonna be a monster <laughs> there's no doubt about it the guy will probably have traveled the world because um and 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 uh, you know I love the fact that uh, like I say when it comes to him, he keeps it positive and intellectual, and he's consistent. Mm -hmm. Definitely is. is. With that being said, three go trip. Thank you for coming back too. Thank, thank you, man. Thank you for having me on the show, man. Um, I really enjoyed it. Have hit me up anytime. I'd love to jump on. If you need anything, my brother, hit me up, man. I want to thank all of y'all for, for supporting me and, and supporting my brother, man, and being on the show. Um, let's have a lot of TV time. You know what I'm saying? So, for real. Let's keep it going. Um, Wait, because uh, before I go, you was working with um this one guy. I can't call his name. I'm stuck right here. But I wanted him on my show, too, because I was, like, hearing all y'all shit. Yeah. I was saying y'all oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, My brother Patience. Man, yeah, my brother Patience. Oh, man. He's he's um a very interesting guy. Um, His music is like the guy's incredible man <laughs> 2022 2022 the shit that y'all was dropping in 2022 i was like i would be in a bed listening and i'll get up around the house like why ain't this on the radio i know i know i know it's it's coming that time is coming you know god works in mysterious ways the universe has a plan for us and if we keep walking you just got to keep believing in yourself do the right thing be good to the game be good to people Cause I believe karma come back for you. I'll never steal from nobody. I don't never. I don't do people wrong. And um, if you just work on your craft, take care of yourself, keep moving forward, it'll come. It'll come. Yeah. I honestly believe it. Yes, patience. I want you to come on here. I need you on a little tea time because you're definitely doing it for the culture. Love what y'all was doing. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, you definitely have to have patience on this show. And um, I'll, I'll do what I need to do to, to make that happen, to, to bridge that, that gap. Appreciate it. Yeah. Well, I got to do these little promos, and then yeah. I got to get out of here. Man, thank you, man. I appreciate it, brother. Hey, I just want to say um, anytime, anytime you need me, man, hit me up, brother. I'm here. And, I, and I'm very proud of you and what you're doing. Let me know what I need to do. Let me know what I need to do. I'm ready to go to work. All and right. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. We're going to get it. Appreciate yeah. it so much. You get up out of here, bro. Go do your thing. I'm going to see you on the other side. Word. All right, y'all. Peace. All right. That was a little tea time tonight with Three Go Trip. This was a fantastic show. Got to send a shout out to my bro because that is definitely one of my bros from college doing great things. I'm happy to have him here tonight. Thank you for coming through. Thank you for coming through. All right. Now, got to pay these bills some way, somehow, so we're going to get into it. Um, Tomorrow, 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 if y'all are out in the Cooper Road area, the London Tax Service is doing a Easter basket giveaway. She's going to have 200 free Easter baskets available for pickup. The children must be available to pick up the Easter basket and it's at 4646 Hillary Huckabee, the third road. All right. Y'all know where it is at Yolanda Tax Services. So don't forget to get by there and check that out. All right. Also, 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 you guys can check out my books at 421 Lake Street at Agora Borealis. It's the Coming Full Circle brand. Um, I got to send shout outs to people who's been purchasing the books over there at Agora. Uh, if y'all been over there just shopping, man, thank y'all so much. Um, it does, it means a lot to me because I've developed a working relationship with them and they do help me to promote my work over there. So shout out to everybody at Agora Borealis, 421 Lake Street, right? Now, y'all can go check those books out. Can we full circle the revised edition? Coming full circle to marriage, money, and mayhem. Quarantine Quest, my 2022 project, and catching up with me. These are some of my greatest works, and I'm working on some new stuff. So I can't wait to get that out to y'all. But y'all can definitely check those out right now at Amazon.com. Just type search the Jarius Dion. That's J-R-A-Y-I-S Dion, D-E-Y-O-N-D. Also, 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 you guys, check out Little Tea Time. If you have not yet, if you missed the shows, you can check them out on YouTube, also on Spotify. And also, also, also... Check out Grade A Grill, which is also another show that I'm a part of, also on YouTube. Just get into it. It's G-R-A-D-E-A-Y-E-G-R-U-B. That's Grade A Grub on YouTube. And as always, you matter. Let's build and go higher, Shreveport. And as I said after every single show, remember to be great on purpose and not by accident. The future is now. I am Jarek.
aka Charlie's D, your favorite published author's favorite published author, and your host of a little tea time. Until the next episode, I love you guys. Y'all stay well. All right, later. Hi, Mom. Love you. Good night.